Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Wrestling Talk with Alex. It is two, two, two o'clock in the morning. I got really distracted watching the Roman and Stephanie McMahon episode of the new show they have in Cold Evil that is executive produced by John Cena. I got really distracted by that and here we are. But let me quickly introduce myself. I am Alexandra. I'm your host of Wrestling Talk with Alex. So let's get started for the first match of the night. Not the first match, but let's talk about how the show starts. We start with Triple H kicking off the show, welcoming the fan. And just recently, Triple H just announced his retirement in in-ring competition of recent cardiac health issues that he's been having. And he just came in and officially welcomed the fans of night two of WrestleMania to get the show on his way and everything great way to start it and he officially made his retirement official by leaving his boots in the middle of the ring all right first match of the night is the raw tag team champion RKO bro versus street profit versus the alpha academy this was a really good match to start off wrestlemania we're talking about the way wrestlemania started yesterday and ended you had to make sure the night starts good because as previous wrestlemanias when night two starts the first match is horrible and it just starts going bad all the way or usually starts good and it starts slipping right down the hill after that but it was a really good way to start the match rk bro keeps the title and it was really good a good way to start the match and let's get into the match next match card of the night which is Bobby Lashley versus Omar this was a match that I wasn't really I how can I say this wasn't sure how it came about because Omar nobody was able to conquer him and get Bobby Lashley the strongest man and go ahead and have a competition between them which I'm very curious because it just doesn't seen a match that I would think they would put together I don't know if it was that they didn't expect Bobby to come back a lot earlier from being out because of his injury because of his shoulder I'm trying to figure out if it was led I might be incorrect that he went out for an injury of his shoulder but I don't know what was the purpose of this match being put together but besides that what I wasn't sure it wasn't a bad match overall it was a really good match to see both of them competing together it could be to push Omar to a next level from after being AJ Styles tag team partner to actually see him in a singles division and see where he could go from there because we already seen Bobby Lashley as a champion and will be nice to see him go that route eventually all right next match of the night is Sami Zayn versus Johnny from the Jackass crew. I I was really one of these ma- this match was something I wasn't really interested just like to Jake John Jake Paul I was about to say Logan Paul's match. I wasn't really interested cuz sometimes most superstars ever since Bad Bunny came, I think these superstars or any stars that are coming into the WWE are being now a little bit pressured to actually perform and not give us D level. They're actually giving out good work ethic when it comes to being in the ring. And I think that's phenomenal because as fans, when we see stars come into the WWE, 
especially WrestleMania time, we want them to give us a good show, not just come out and just give us a bullshit entertainment. And I think that Bad Bunny set the new standard for anybody who's coming into WrestleMania. And I think that's phenomenal because as fans, we deserve better. And I think this was a match that I wasn't expecting to be as good as Logan Paul. But this was really good because it was entertaining. It was la- I was laughing. There was a lot of gimmicks. It was just, it was a really good, funny show, a funny little segment in this match. It gave Sami Zayn a different, a different uh, showing of him and Johnny. It was just a really good chemistry between both of them. And it made a real pure entertainment when it comes to this match. And it was a complete success, something that I thought was... I didn't care, but it was really, really good, and it caught me off guard. All right, next um, one is the Women's Tag Team Champion. We have Sasha Banks and Naomi as the new champions. I'm really excited about this because I feel like the Women's Tag Team division is struggling a little bit. Anybody who holds a title for a while has not really elevated this title to the standards it should be. Especially with the women's division being where it is today. We're telling the level of the women competition is up there. So why isn't the tag team championship up there as the women's Raw and SmackDown titles are? I feel like it should be really up there because the women really don't have much titles. You're talking about they only have either being a champion for Raw and SmackDown, now you have the Women's Tag Team Champion. And I really think that having Sasha Banks, who was a a tag team champion, and now Naomi, it should elevate this title to a next level. And I think seeing both of them together, they have worked together before in NXT and entering when they came into the main roster of WWE. I'm really excited to see where this is all about, where where they're going to take this title earlier today. But I really think that the women tag team really did give a competition to the Raw tag team championship match. It was a really good, and I think the women could definitely carry a show as they did when they made a whole pay-per-view, a women's pay-per-view. I really could see women doing it, and they really gave the men of the tag team division uh, run for their money where they opened and they later on had a match and through the day I think it was really phenomenal how the women are bringing up but I'm really excited of Sasha Banks and Naomi and I'm really excited to see where they're going to take this title to and bring the level of this division a little bit better okay the next match of the night is AJ Styles versus Edge while my husband and I was watching it, we noticed that the gear of Edge had, and while we was watching the match, it was really good. The dynamic between AJ Styles and Edge is it's phenomenal. It's I really have nothing to say when it comes to AJ Styles and Edge. Edge being able to come back after a neck injury and going ahead and building being able to come with a new, how can I say, a new demographic of fan base. Because when Edge retired, I was probably maybe a, not a teenager, but I was still maybe, I think I was in late 
maybe junior year of high school and now that he comes back I'm in, I'm in my 30s now so he's been out for a very very long time and entering a new demographic of a fan base is very interesting to see how he's able to capture this younger generation that has seen AJ Styles worked his butt off and just being able to get both of them it's the in-ring ability of both is just phenomenal so we see priest make his way to the ring and distract aj styles this is is very very interesting because if you notice how priest looked and how edge entered the ring as coming from the dark sides of the undergrounds and his music changed and my husband and I were discussing of how Edge used to be in this group with Christian with another particular superstar. I might pronounce it wrong, the group's name. It was I think it was called Bro of Blood or something like that. But it was a group that was a vampire group and it was three superstars in which it was Edge and Christian and I don't remember the other guy who was part of this group. And they had this 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 little group before Edge and Christian separates from this group and they become Edge and Christian later on. But if you see it, you know exactly how Priest acted and Edge. I'm really trying to think if Edge is going to bring this old school group, this a little group with Priest back to bring a little bit of back in the days into now to the generation that is watching WWE. I'm very curious to see if that was Edge's plan and I'm excited about it because it just brings I guess something from the past to a little bit more to present time and with a different twist. So I'm really excited to see where Priest is going to be involved into this mixture. I'm excited. I think it was a really phenomenal thing. Okay, next match that I didn't even know that was part of the match card. I apologize to everybody who was interacting with me and the stories. I don't I didn't even know it was on it. I might have seen it, but I didn't see it. I had to look it up. But it wasn't part of the match card of the night, which is the New Day versus Sheamus and Rit. I I'm trying to figure out. It felt like I think they were so ahead of schedule. They just added this match in there. And it was a very quick match. I think it was just purposely to be there because they had a gap during the schedule. It wasn't really there for, you know, much of it there. It, it looks like they were just put out there to just come out because they were way ahead of schedule. It really wasn't, it was a very, not a good match. It wasn't a match to even acknowledge, but I just wanted to bring it up since you guys are listening to the match cards of the night. Okay, Pat versus Austin Theory. This, and you know, Austin Theory is supposed to be the protege of Vince McMahon. And it was really good. Pat really did his thing as being a former football player, podcaster, now doing in-ring commentary. And then here wrestling, I think it was phenomenal to see somebody do something they always wanted to do and just accomplish that into the ring I think it was a good a good little match and it was very entertaining 
And where I think it took it to the next level was when Pat went against Vince McMahon. Obviously, Vince McMahon won. Oh, Pat won against Austin Theory, but Vince McMahon beats Pat in this match. And it was it was a really bad match between Pat and Vince McMahon. It was so bad. I was trying to figure out why Vince was like kind of embarrassing himself a little bit. I was trying to figure out if it was he wanted to feel like the glory days but I was like a little desperately nervous regarding that situation but I think what took it to the next level was when you know it was that the match went from an A plus when Austin um Austin versus McMahon was sort of brought back you saw Stoke Cole come back and gave Austin theory a stunner and it was just he comes it gave us a little bit of the past which was austin versus mcmahon and poor (laughs) is laughing because vince mcmahon couldn't barely take the stunner i think was the most funniest thing because you know mr mr mcmahon is really on people when they don't do things the fucking right way and it could play a part because there was part during the pandemic when they were having a little special you know how they show wrestlemania and they show how vince show one of the guys how to throw himself and he was able to do it like nothing you could tell that vince has aged he aged very well but you could definitely tell that he's getting a lot older and he can't take the moves that he used to do before received the moves that he used to do before so he barely took the stunner and you could tell that Stoko found that to be hilarious because Vince McMahon would fire your butt <laughs> if you did something incorrectly and it was so funny but very entertaining just to give fans that little bit of a piece of history in Wrestlemania and I think from Pat to Austin um, Austin Theory and then Pat to Vince McMahon it was a little shaky but just bringing so cold elevated this little little segment they have to the whole next level and I think it made that little part very special for fans from the past fans who grew up seeing Austin and seeing Vince McMahon and their moments they had together to now and to the younger generation that probably thought, what the heck is Vince McMahon doing up there? But it may have made them want to look up Vince McMahon and Stoke Cole's rivalry that started in the Attitude Era. So it was phenomenal to kind of see that and see this interaction. It, it, just, it was really great. It, it started good. It was a little rocky, but it, it really that... Vince McMahon and So Cold elevated that to the whole next level. And I think that's what WrestleMania is. WrestleMania is to bring fans that started seeing it since they were childs and bringing a little bit of the of memories of something you saw as a kid to the next level. And I think it was just phenomenal. It was great. Okay, next match of the night, which is the last match of the card. I think we need to, this is winner takes all when it comes to the championship. This is Roman, who is the universal, and then Brock Lesnar, the champion for Raw. Let me tell you something. We need to acknowledge Roman. I think the fact that we have 
baby, not baby face, but the face of the company, Roman, as heel and allowing him to be heel. And if you haven't watched Evil, which is the new show of WWE, like I said, that was produced by John, executive produced by John Cena and Vince McMahon is part of it. I think it will help you understand to get to know a little bit of Roman and how the fans booed him and I, I think it was uh, understanding why we booed him and to let him be himself and be who he is and kind of seeing the creation of the head of the table, the bloodline and seeing Roman just making fans acknowledge him to being someone as great. I think this is one of the best things they have done right now WWE putting Roman as the face not just the baby face but the heel of the company but the face of the brand is just phenomenal I think it's great Brock Lesnar you know I love Brock Lesnar he just since he started when he came into the company I think he was phenomenal he's still phenomenal for his age and the way he's able to move around just a great overall between him and Roman I think the the way they work together and how everything was when Paul Heyman introduced Roman and then you have Brock Lesnar introducing himself. It was just really getting the fans involved from being involved into the match between both superstars. And I think it was a way to take Roman to the next level, letting it be known. I am, I need y'all to acknowledge me. I'm head of the table. I am. I am that superstar. I am the I am the best of the business and basically by him winning both titles this is what he has shown. I'm curious to see if they're going to eventually get the rock involved because the rock is the staple of the brand when it comes to WWE. But I'm really curious. I think it was a phenomenal night. I think night one was phenomenal. Night two was amazing. I think WWE really did a good job when it comes to WrestleMania. The past, I think was last year and I think the year prior, WrestleMania night two was horrible after they did what they did with The Fiend. I think they learned from their mistakes and they really did, they did a good job. And even if, Roman would not have won and Brock Lesnar would have took the title everybody would have still been happy but I think the fans are more excited that Roman won the title because they could still boo the crap out of him and cheer him and acknowledge that he's the champion and he is he is the face of this brand and I'm telling you I'm listen yo acknowledge Roman Reigns because this man is just conquering the division and i'm excited to see what he's gonna bring to raw tonight and to smackdown it's really really exciting to see what's the next who's the next person who's gonna take or try to go against roman i'm really excited but listen you have to watch evil to kind of understand roman and just understand who he is please go ahead it's it's it takes a few minutes of your life just watch it and when you watch it you're connected together it's just phenomenal and then you're gonna be like man yo acknowledge him and it's like you get to know a little bit because the usos kind of shared a little bit of his who he was as a young teenager as a young boy so it kind of 
makes you understand who Roman is when it comes to this whole thing and the bloodline, the head of the table, and everything that we're seeing here to his character. But like I said, WrestleMania was phenomenal. I think Vince McMahon outdid itself. They really did it. They did it this time, and I think they did a great combination. Like I said, the previous ones, they were really, really bad. When it came to night two, they either fucked up a match and the fans were really upset and they lost them completely. But this time, they really did a good job to get the fans to be engaged in night one and night two. Listen, it was a phenomenal night. I'm going to say that. And, and let's end the podcast right here. I would definitely be coming back because there's a few things I need to catch up regarding Cody um, and a recent passing of a superstar. I really want to discuss that and talk about uh, his um, accomplishments with the companies too. But, all right, so I'm going to end it here. I want to say thank you so much for listening and see you guys in my next one. Bye.